Hi everybody, welcome to episode 7 of the Like, Click and Share podcast and uh, we're back on video this episode, uh, amazingly. I found the audio as well, uh, but we are on Zencaster. Um, we've moved away from um, Restream, so a big shout out to Zencaster and to their support team who helped us with some audio issues. It was just such a bad day um, when we recorded the last episode, um, but we all sounded like we were drunk and, uh, well, we, perhaps we do chat on a bit, but we don't have too many drinks while we were recording. Um, but if you don't know me, uh, my name's Darren Winter, and with me today are Gemma Walton and Emma Kraus. Hello! <laughs> I might have a drink. I've got all my children isolating at home. <laughs> right then, over to you, Gem. So if this is your first time listening, I'm Gemma and we all work in marketing and communications, whether as business owners or freelancers, and we're here to talk you through the latest big topics in marketing and how they can help you grow your business, whether you're freelance, own your business, or you're just interested in how marketing can help you. And I'm Emma, and I'm always here to just say a big thanks for listening to us, and um, we hope you find this podcast helpful and interesting, and we'd love to hear any feedback you might have about it, and put all your comments and questions in the notes, and you can email us at um, Duco Digital, so Emma at DucoDigital.com, or you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and now on YouTube, all the usual places. Just search for Duco Digital. All the links are in the show notes. And um, don't forget to hit subscribe in case you, so you don't ever miss an episode. And uh, we will, and you can subscribe to receive us automatically. Thanks. Fabulous stuff. Um, so the topic um, this episode is procrastination. And I think we probably all agree that we get a feeling from time to time where we just don't want to do something and we keep putting it off. Sometimes we get it might get it in the morning. We're thinking, oh, I just can't be bothered to get up and do work today. Or there's just a certain task. I think I just don't want to do it. Um, and most of the time, it seems to be probably just kind of menial tasks or maybe a massive job. And you think, I just don't know how to like to go about this. So you just don't tend to do it and then just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and becomes a real problem um so i thought uh, just to kick us off here it'd be good to look at kind of four types of avoidance personalities so the first one um and see out of these four which one you might fit um <laughs> more so could you be a performer so this procrastinator forces themselves to focus by shrinking at the time they have to tackle a task so they look at the end time, the end goal, rather than just getting started and being realistic. So their challenge tends to be getting started, um, and but the solution for them is to get a realistic start date and be less focused about the end date. So um, I think I suffer from that a little bit, where you're thinking, like, oh, I can get it done by five o'clock, um, and then to keep focused on just knocking the tasks off, but actually looking at the task and thinking, actually, you know, I just need to get on with it and start it, but then do a, a proper job um, and just giving it its time that it needs to do it. So that's class as a performer. Number two, um, could you be a self-deprecator? So uh, this person is extra hard on themselves mm. and they tend to blame laziness rather than admit that they're just tired. Um, that's a good example there of a self-deprecator. So their challenge is to take a break 
And then their solution is to do something different from the task that they're normally doing. So go maybe go for a walk or do something just to recharge um, themselves. So again, I'm pretty much one of those people, more this type of person. So I'm pretty hard on myself. I always keep, have to keep pushing myself, keep going, keep going until I drop. Um, so it's not a, not a great way um, of working. Number three, um, could you be an overbooker? They're always so busy, they're always complaining that they're filling their calendar with so much time, but actually they don't really get many tasks done because they're always busy doing other things. So their challenge is they, they tend to create chaos uh, and to, to avoid facing what needs to be done. Um, so the solution there, they just need to face up to themselves and ask, ask themselves what they're trying to really avoid. Um, so, you know, why do you keep this filling up the calendar? You need to get on with the jobs that you need to be doing. Uh, get striking a balance. And the last one, could you be a novelty seeker? Uh, so you, the novelty seeker is always coming up with great ideas. But they get really bored quite quickly. So they tend to not finish a project. I know somebody who's like that. <laughs> I think I'm uh, every one of these. <laughs> <laughs> so... You might be asked if you're a starter or a completer. So if you're a novelty seeker, um, you're definitely more of a starter and you're not really a completer. So you never really finish tasks. Um, so your challenge is definitely completion. Um, and the solution for if you're this type of group of people is that you just need to make a list of your of your ideas and try to make a rule that you don't start another task or a new task until you finish one. <laughs> Emma. That's a nice segue onto you. Honestly, I see myself in every one of those personality disorders. I think it's really difficult. I um, I think as we've looked into this topic, I've really realised how dangerous procrastination can be, particularly if you run a small business and also, I guess, if you work for someone else that they don't want to pay you for wasting time. And it is definitely about being effective and um, not squandering your time. As, a, as an own business owner, I uh, realised that I'd love to fact up that if you waste five minutes an hour procrastinating, not achieving, not being uh, efficient with your time over a working week, that's seven hours. That's a whole day. You could wow. do something that you want to do. That's a, that's a whole day. Go and have some fun. I'm sorry, everybody. You got that alert? So, um, so it's really um, a, a good thing to pay attention to, I think, as uh, and uh, and see where you can improve and see what you need to pay attention to. I've got a few hacks, if that's helpful, a few kind of uh, um, things that might help. But yeah, it is funny. I do recognise myself in all of those uh, personality traits. That's cool. We, let's let, let's listen to a couple of hacks then, and then we'll um, and then we'll bring in Gemma. Well, I think um, one of the most important things with procrastination is to, like you say, understand why are you not getting the things you've done, but obviously to see the obstacles that are in your way, maybe more as challenges, maybe things that you've got to deal with rather than just bricks in your road. And if you start by writing lists and trying to be that person. Every day, I try to be that person. And then wow. uh, really look at your list and really look at the things that are going to make an impact for you. What are wor what's worth doing? So 
what's really going to be I'd like to organize the things for us to do on holiday but really I know I've got to get the Instagram shopping sorted because I need the sales in my bank so I've got to do those what's the has the biggest impact on my day first so you have to tackle your most important tasks first worst first is a is a phrase that I've heard and also other people call it swallowing the frog so kind of doing the thing that you don't want to do first so it's out the way and it's not just then feeding into this cycle of procrastination feeding into this oh I don't want to do it and letting that anxiety build up and all those barriers just get bigger so just get the worst thing done first and get it out of your way and then um something my sister says all the time which I think is really good is breaking things down into chunks her her slogan is how do you eat an elephant you eat an elephant one one bite at a time (laughs) so you you eat an elephant one bite at a time don't you so you do it slowly you do it in chunks and chunks and chunks and then suddenly it would all be gone so you break down the task and even then you still might find it difficult you still might find it overwhelming so you're wanting to put it off break it down again Break it down, even if you get to the point of find your car keys, open the door, break the task down and eat that elephant one step at a time and you will be achieving them. One uh, thing in in the research that I did, there's loads of stuff about changing your environment, paying attention. Are you tired, actually? And, And I think in this pandemic and working from home, that's really we should pay attention to that. And I think wonder if a lot of people are actually just struggling with burnout rather than procrastination. And so just be aware of that. Um, But also when uh, doing the research for this, I found out about a thing called the Cyganic effect, which was um, a a long time ago, I think in the 60s, a, a psychologist was watching waitresses in a cafe in Switzerland, I think it was. These waitresses were able to remember massive orders and it was like a um, without writing it down and they were able to do that. And when they delivered um, the, the order, they'd write it down and they'd just forget all of that order and just get on with the next thing. And that's called the cyganic effect. And when you're stuck in a cycle of procrastination and you don't feel like you can move, you need to just do something that opens that mental cycle again. And I'd realised that often when I'm feeling that sort of paralysis, like I just don't know what to do, I often just go and change the dishwasher because that's something that I can do. It always needs doing. But it just starts something going again and I can break that cycle. So I was really pleased to find that that had a real actual official name. I tend to to struggle like that on a Saturday morning, I think, because when you've been used to doing task time after time after time with scheduled meetings and doing jobs in such an orderly way when it comes to having a bit of free time it's almost like wow I've actually got time to do stuff but where do I start from so I end up like almost like for an hour of like sitting there thinking what should I do first and I'm thinking you know what I'll just go and do something like you say just go and do something quite menial but just to get going so then I can get into the rhythm um, of doing stuff well, one of the one of the um, other tips is to be inspired. So to to surround yourself, to listen to blogs, to um, check in with uh, podcasts or or nature or whatever it is that kind of floats your boat, but would give you that sort of inspiration to do things. 
I was um, interested in this. So my son is on a, a, a quite intensive, really intensive sports uh, program um, for 800 running. Like, And uh, I think it's daily and it's quite grueling. And it's really, you know, if you're going to sort of go for a, elite sport, you have to really be dedicated. And that's difficult for a, child, a teenager as well. There's loads that he's got to grow into to doing this. And so we've been trying to um, really inspire him with the Team GB stuff that's coming out through the uh, for the Olympics. And that's it's really helping him. And it's really he's looking at like the other 800 meter runners now, the um, Daniel Roden and, and all of these guys who are doing stuff and realizing that all of this is possible. So maybe you could find some um, podcasts or blogs or Daniel Roden, the team runner, does like Q&As on YouTube. And maybe that you could find some inspiration that would help break that procrastination for you down. Well, you can come and change my dishwasher. That always <laughs> needs doing. <laughs> um, there's, uh, I think, uh, going back to your personality, let's not call them disorders. I'm sure there's a way we can no. spin that positively. <laughs> um, there's a there's a big thing about being honest with yourself. And uh, I think if you're able to to look at the things that are in your way that are distractions then um that's really helpful and being aware of your behavior is is really helpful and some of those things are not there's not a lot you can do there's not a lot you can't sleep less you can't help it if all the kids get sent home um so there's there's some things that you can't do but maybe I could have left the washing machine this morning I could have just walked past it I could have you know just be honest about the things that you're distracted in the priority if I went to work, I wouldn't be doing the washing and say so stuff like that. Um, one thing that I, there's a, I've, I thought this was a really great topic and I found loads of things about it, but be really clear about your goals and really use the, your goals to have a focus and that action will reap those rewards for you. So don't get stuck. Be clear about why you're doing things. And if the things that you're doing don't take you closer to your goals, then that is procrastination and leave that. That's just a real hindrance to you and it doesn't help. Sometimes I find myself like spending time clearing out my emails, which is ridiculous. I've got thousands. I don't need to be doing that. I'm well, <laughs> I'm well too far down that route. But I do need to um, make sure that I get... Um, Know, some sales done or get the invoicing done or, yeah. or do the the things that I've made commitments to do so really be honest about the things you're doing one thing um I read is that I've, I've found some really great life hack stuff on on YouTube really great mindful things there's a lot of people who are willing to help don't then spend three hours looking at stuff like procrastinating on procrastinating um but one lady was talking about be like a rhino and uh, that rhinos, when they are focused on a task, focused on stampeding, they literally just put their heads down and charge at it at 40 miles an hour. They don't look up. They don't look around. They are not distracted from their focus. They're not distracted on what they're doing. And so she had a little rhino and she's saying we all just sometimes just need to be a bit more rhino. I think it's been difficult for everyone and being kind with yourself this year is is really important but I think then there are things that you can help yourself with some of those topics you know some of those points that's some really good 
um, tips there. Um, so I, I think uh, we're going to bring in Gemma, who's got a few, a few questions that we can try and um, give to listeners um, so they've got something to take away that they can ask themselves. What do you reckon, Gem? Yeah, so I was having a look um, on this topic and I came across um, a guy called Jeff Hayden, who he put together um, an article about wanting to stop procrastinating in 2021. And the new research that's being done says you should ask yourself the same four questions. So the four questions were, how would successful people achieve this goal? How will I feel if I don't complete the task or run out of time to make it great? What is one thing I can do to make sure I finish on time? And what is the first or next thing I need to do? And I think they're probably really good questions to ask yourself if you're struggling with a task. Um, and what do you need to do? What do you guys think? I think they're brilliant. I think they're great. Well, I think we'll we'll get those questions. We'll put those in the show notes underneath because those are four really great questions. And then if you ask yourselves those questions, those open up to what Emma was talking about. About then she's giving you some strategies about how you can um, get around whatever answers you come up with by yourself asking those questions um, to what you can do. What do you reckon, Gem, to that? I think the other thing was, as well, that I came across, there was um, a survey that MicroBizMag did um, where they surveyed a 1,000 adults in the UK between the 6th and 8th of January in 2020. And it's the results were 15, 15.6% of people claimed to never procrastinate. Um, but 84% of the population has experience in putting off the all-important to-do tasks. Um, and out of those people um 14 just under 14 and a half percent admitted to procrastinating rarely 27 percent do so sometimes 21 percent 22 percent sorry do so often and 20 percent um procrastinate daily um so i think the i think those figures probably are quite accurate i think probably the figure for daily I think probably should be a lot higher because I think everybody you speak to I don't know if it's just at this point in time where we're at um but I know for me this if I'm interested in something I find it much like much easier to get going and get starting if I've got a lot of ideas yeah if it's a topic or a subject that it like doesn't really interest me personally so like numbers and like accountancy and like figures things like that that's that's a hard thing for me and I'll find myself doing anything but something that's going to be on a topic like that or if I've got to do something around that or if it's you know like data and insights looking at analytics things like that it's like oh I've got to but num- I, like numbers and maths and stuff like that things that's the one thing for me that I'm like oh and I will look for anything to do <laughs> but we'll try to do that um but if it's something that you're interested <laughs> in or you're passionate about then straight away you want it aren't you and you're just like yeah it's something I can do and I think that goes mm. back to what Emma was saying you just have to be honest with yourselves you, you can't be good at everything totally. and certainly and I mean we're obviously you know marketing but it can be anything in life can't it you can't be good at everything so you have to kind of admit that and it might take you a little bit longer or you might have to mix it up or break it down um, there is a really good technique uh, called the 
Pomodoro technique where you um, only work 15 minutes at a time. So you break your work up into 15-minute segments. So you do 15 minutes of like clear work, take a break, and then do another 15 minutes, and you keep going, working your way through. I've used it once or twice, um, so it's quite interesting technique, and it's good for, for, I find it very good for like really heavy tasks, like you say, like analytics and real things that need a lot of concentration because you can't sit there for a full hour um, and work your way through, but you'll probably know those types of tasks um, in your job. Um, but I think it's a really, this has been a really great podcast. There's so much, so many tips here. Um, and I hope everybody listening has, has found it really helpful um, as well. Definitely please um, let us know what you think. Um, we've got our details in the show notes. Um, we're going to be back in a couple of weeks' time. Um, we're going to be talking about Christmas. Christmas is uh, not that long away, um, so we're going to talk about Christmas. And then the next episode after that, uh, we're going to be talking about influencer marketing. So there's plenty to look out for. Um, and if you haven't already, please listen back to some of the podcasts we've already recorded, um, sort of talk about um, email marketing on the last episode. Um, and there's loads of other really great topics that we've been talking about in terms of like marketing planning and social media. So have a listen. Uh, but it'd be great to hear from you and anything that you'd like to talk about or like us to talk about, or perhaps you'd like to appear on the podcast itself. And then please just reach out to us because uh, we're looking for guests. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have you on the show. So uh, we'll say goodbye for now and um, we'll catch up with you soon. Look after yourselves. Bye.